Hey, hey, I'm back with another episode. If you're new here, I'm your host, and my name is Clarice. I'm currently a freshman studying chemical engineering. And today I will talk about procrastinating and how to stop it, because I feel like this topic is very relatable to a lot of human beings right now. Uh, Being in online school, I feel like it's really easy to procrastinate because no one's watching you. Like, if you're in class, you kind of have to listen. Even if you doze off, you are still there, you're present, and you at least listen to some parts of the lecture, right? Like, you don't just go to the lecture hall to sleep. But when you're at home and you are watching lectures through Zoom or whatever platform people use, you could just turn your video off and go back to sleep or do something similar. And by doing so, you're kind of procrastinating because in the end, you have to watch the lecture again sometime later in the day or maybe even the next day. Or maybe you keep all your lectures until the day before the exam. And from my personal experience, I do not think that that is a good idea because you're just harming yourself by putting things off. It may feel good at the beginning, but in the end, you'll realize how big of a mistake that was. What I hate the most about procrastinating isn't even the fact that I might miss my deadlines or the fact that I might do poorly on my assignments. But it's the feeling of guilt I get when I procrastinate. Is it even possible to procrastinate without guilt? If so, you should teach me. When I scroll through TikTok or YouTube instead of studying, I would not feel at peace. In my head, I would tell myself, Clarice, you better get yourself to get off TikTok and start studying. But that never happens. So if you're going to procrastinate, I recommend you to procrastinate without guilt. And if you can't do it without guilt, then you might as well use the time to start being productive, right? The hardest part about doing something you don't want to do is getting started. But I think it gets easier from there because usually after I get started, I want to finish what I do. And so that usually happens. But other times that doesn't always happen. I get started and then I get distracted. So it's technically the same as procrastinating. I go back to square one. But before we go deeper into how to solve procrastinating, let's talk about what procrastinating is. For many people, this could come in the form of getting distracted or just pushing problems away. For me, the way I define procrastinating is simply delaying um, something you have to do so that you can do it at a later time. But of course, this never happens, right? Like, you always keep everything till the day before. Well, at least that's what happened to me last semester, because I did not um, take care of my procrastinating problem well. The thing is, though, everyone struggles with procrastination, even the most productive people in this world struggled with it at least once in their lifetimes. 
I feel like saying that they only struggled once is an understatement. I'm pretty sure they struggled more than once with procrastination. We just don't see it because in the end, they ended up successful. That's probably because they figured out ways to battle with procrastination. And I think after going through last semester, I figured out several ways that could potentially help me and you with procrastination. Um, according to what I watched from YouTube, procrastination is a type of future bias, which means we want to enjoy our time now without thinking about what we would get in result if we didn't waste our time in the future. But then at the same time, if you think about it, sometimes we can't procrastinate. Think about people who are working, let's say a chef. In a restaurant, if someone orders, like let's say a steak, the chef can't just say, oh, I don't feel like cooking the steak right now. He can't just reject what the customers want, right? Especially if it's still during working hours. I mean, if, it's a, if the restaurant was about to close, then that might make sense, but just because the chef is lazy, that shouldn't stop him from cooking. This is probably the same for us. It sounds easy because all we really need to do to start studying is sit down on our chair and get to work on our laptop or on paper. It really doesn't matter, but it really sounds easy the way I say it. The reality though, it's not as easy as it seems. So why do we still procrastinate? It's probably because we feel overwhelmed with what we have to do. So for example, like a midterm is coming up and I feel like every single midterm I panic because there's so much in each midterm. I think that's the way it is in college. It's a bit different in high school because the tests are usually smaller. Um, yeah. And Sometimes I get lazy. I just want to nap, especially when the weather is cloudy and the smell of rain. Oh my gosh, I love the smell of rain. It really calms me down and <laughs> puts me to sleep. But of course, when I have work to do, that's not a good feeling to have. Other times I get distracted with my phone. I scroll through YouTube. TikTok, or I get carried away by K-dramas. I've recently been reading this book called The Motivation Myth by Jeff Hayden, because um, for me, before I read this book, I've always thought like I needed motivation to start something, but it turns out that that isn't the case. I would really recommend you to read this book if you have time to read. It's a really good read, but uh, for me, it got a little boring because it's a nonfiction book. I think it's a self-help book. Yeah, if I'm not wrong, it is. But for those of you who don't like nonfiction, it gets pretty boring because it just states facts and like how you should do it. But I feel like the information written in that book was really helpful to how I dealt with procrastination. In this book, motivation actually comes after we do something and not the other way around. 
And this was what I thought before I read the book. I thought that I needed to have motivation first. And because I don't have motivation, I procrastinate. But that isn't the case. So we shouldn't get the wrong idea about motivation. What we really need to battle procrastination is discipline and a strict set of habits. Make your routines into habits, not just merely routines. Because um, by, by having habits, it's easier for you to do them. So think about like brushing your teeth. We don't procrastinate to brush our teeth, right? Like it's not something that's hard to do. We always do it every single day, no matter what happens, unless something extreme happens, of course. But if you don't brush your teeth, then no offense, it's kind of disgusting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most people brush their teeth if they have access to toothbrush and toothpaste and water. So... Yeah, all we need is actually discipline and habits. I think, as I've mentioned before, the hardest thing about procrastinating is starting. But after we start, we tend to procrastinate less. What we need to do to solve this kind of problem is probably to build momentum. Build it slowly, but at least it works, right? There are, I think four ways I battle this kind of thing. There's something called the two-minute rule. So you do something right away if it takes less than two minutes. This could be like uh, doing chores, for example. Maybe you need to fold your clothes or you need to sweep your floor or vacuum your floor. Um, Make your bed. That probably takes less than two minutes, right? Yeah, these kinds of things you shouldn't put off because it only takes less than two minutes. That's really quick. It's probably shorter than the time it takes for you to procrastinate. Something else I use is called the five-minute rule. This rule is a way to trick your brain. So when I have something to do, let's say I need to finish my chemistry homework. When I do it, I think to myself, I'll only do this task for five minutes and then I could stop or I could keep going. Usually though, when I start my homework for the first five minutes, it builds the momentum and then I'd keep going till I finish. The hardest thing, as I've mentioned before, is actually getting started. I don't know if it's the same for you, but then some days I feel lazy because I've done a lot of work. And like that, it's like, it just makes me feel crap and lazy, you know? And I think the way I solve this kind of problem is by having something that triggers my brain to help me become productive. For some people, this could come in the form of drinking coffee or showering. As I've heard from some of my friends, sun tanning actually helps, but this might not work if you don't have any sun. Yeah, do whatever it takes for you to become more productive. This is like an act that could trigger you to get up and start doing your work. For me, this is just sitting down on my working chair because 
I usually only work when I sit on this chair. It's different for different people. So figure out what your trigger is so you can activate your mind. I think the last thing I would do to get myself started is to count down. Uh, I would give myself, let's say, two seconds to start doing my work, like in my head. If I was scrolling through YouTube and then I knew I had to work, I would count down um, in two seconds and I would get to work. These are just some simple methods. I'm sure there are more out there, but these have been working for me and I haven't been procrastinating in the last two months. Uh, yeah. Also, I think having a great morning routine helps. I'm a morning person, so I love the mornings. I wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m. because I enjoy watching the sunrise. I know it's not the same for people who wake up later, let's say 11 a.m. because my brothers wake up at that time if there was no school. But starting your day right really gets you going throughout the day. What I do, usually first thing in the morning, what I would do is drink water because I, I get hydrated when I drink water. My throat feels dry when I wake up. I don't know if it's the same for different people, but for me, drinking water helps get me uh, it helps me wake up in the morning, actually. Other people drink coffee, tea, or if you feel adventurous, you could even drink soda. Well, it's not that healthy because it has a lot of sugar. But if that wakes you up, then you do you. And then the day before, I would plan out my day. Uh, this could be digitally or on paper. I know a lot of people prefer paper because they don't have access to digital note-taking or they just prefer the paper feel. And I do too, but it's easier to like um, type out your things digitally because it's faster. And usually that's what I do on busy days. I use Notion to type out my daily schedule, what I need to do that day. And I time block, so I know what I would do um, for each hour of that day. These could come in a list, like a to-do list, or you could put them in Google Calendar if you don't feel too overwhelmed. I feel like the cells in Google Calendar are a little bit small. So if you have a lot of things going on that day, it would look super cramped. And that kind of stresses me out, and that causes me to procrastinate. So I stop doing that. I think something that helps when planning out your day is breaking down the tasks to smaller pieces over several days instead of cramming everything into one day. So let's say your chem exam is coming up. Instead of writing down study for chemistry midterms, you should write down like uh, start studying for chapter one for Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, you could write, start studying for chapter two. That way you don't feel as overwhelmed because usually midterms have like, what, five chapters? I don't know, it really depends. 
When you plan your day, though, you should prioritize what you want to get done. What's the most urgent thing, thing you need to finish? Think about it and choose the task you need to finish wisely. This really helps how you organize what you do during that day. And then you should start doing your work in a quiet space where nothing's going to distract you. Usually for me, this would be in my room because like, I could lock my doors and no one would come in when I'm working. Of course, people might knock on your door, but that doesn't happen every time. So, yeah. And waking up early helps me um, get the peace I need because no one's awake by that hour. Or if you are a late night owl, then you could stay up really late at night and start working because... Yeah, probably no one's awake at that hour. This kind of quiet space helps me think and it helps me not get distracted. But then sometimes, like, maybe something unavoidable happens. Like, for instance, today my neighbor started fixing his roof and so I could hear the hammering noises. It kept going thud, thud, thud. And so that distracted me from my work. Uh, instead of listening to the hammering noises, I played lo-fi music on noise-canceling headphones. Or if you don't have access to headphones, then you could purchase like noise-canceling earphones or just normal earphones in general. At least playing music helps you not listen to those distracting noises. I know these kinds of noises are annoying and sometimes they are unavoidable but listening to quiet music helps and I can't listen to music for some of my classes like if the class requires a lot of reading I don't know why but I can't listen to music while I read I think the class that works best while I listen to music is math because math like you just use a calculator and you kind of think a little bit, but you don't really read through everything. So you don't have to actively read. Um, it really helps me solve my math problems. I'm not sure, but yeah, listening to music. I usually don't listen to music with lyrics. I only listen to music that are instrumental when I'm studying. So usually classical music, maybe like classical piano or classical violin. You could even go for like modern piano, like K-pop piano or whatever you listen to that doesn't have lyrics because usually lyrics distract me, especially if it's a song that I know and then I would sing along instead of studying. I don't know if it's the same for you, but at least listening to quiet and instrumental music helped me. Oh, something that really helped me was sleeping well the night before. Like, I need at least seven hours of sleep. I don't really function with six hours of sleep unless I drink a lot of caffeine, but then if you think about it, you need to make the coffee, you need to like drink the coffee, and that takes time. When I'm sleepy, I might procrastinate making the coffee, and then 
it's like a domino effect. I would procrastinate doing everything and I wouldn't get started. Also, like when I'm sleep deprived, I wouldn't really be able to focus and I would feel jittery throughout the day. And like, I don't know when people talk to me when I'm sleep deprived, I don't even listen to them. My brain goes elsewhere. Can't even focus during lectures when I'm sleep deprived. So sleeping well actually really helps, even though it's hard when you are like scrolling through your phone at night. What I do before I sleep is I read. I think reading boring things helped help me to sleep. Like read something nonfiction and something really boring. It really helps you sleep. Yeah. Of course, when I say we shouldn't procrastinate, I'm also not saying you should burn yourself out. So to not burn ourselves out, we should take breaks. But I know it's hard to like schedule your time and know when you, ne you need to take breaks because sometimes you're not done with your task and you don't want to take a break. But I think breaks are necessary, especially when you've been working for long periods of time. And it really helps me um, stay focused after I take a break. Because if I study for too long, I get really burnt out, like, I don't know, at the end of the month or at the end of the week. It really depends on what, uh, what subject I'm taking. If you need help taking breaks, I would really recommend doing the Pomodoro method or Pomodoro technique. So the way it works is you know what task you are going to do and you set a timer for 25 minutes. You work until the time is up and then you get a five minute break. And every four Pomodoros, you get like a longer break. This could be from 15 to 30 minutes. And I think this helps because I get consecutive breaks and I don't work for too long. It also helps me focus and break down um, my task into smaller tasks. And it helps me become more productive. You gotta um, do things step by step. You can't just do everything in a large bulk. It doesn't really help. And Pomodoro method actually uh, makes it easier for me to break things down into smaller chunks. During the Pomodoro breaks, I would take time for myself to watch YouTube or watch Korean dramas because that way you'll feel motivated, you know? You gotta reward yourself. This could come in the form of a snack, playing with your dog, or maybe talking to your family members, like your parents, your brothers, whatever makes you happy. This could even be like standing K-pop watching one of the recorded concerts. I think the last tip I have is to have accountability. I know it's hard because everyone's probably at home right now or isolated. It's hard to meet with your friends to um, schedule a time to study together. But something that I found helpful 
was to video call your friends and work through things together. Uh, well, not really together, but at least study with them. Because at least for me, when I watch my friends study or someone else studies in front of me, I feel pressure to study with them. Or I feel pressure to also study because I want to be productive like them. Yeah, so video calling your friends help. Or, but then one tip I have about video calling my friends is to video call someone who doesn't really take the same subjects as you. That way, you won't have time to like complain or talk about the subject. I feel like being in the same subject makes you get distracted by other things. But at the same time, though, if you have like a homework in that class or if you have an assignment in that class, you could check your work with your friends. Of course, I do not support cheating, but checking your work and asking questions to your friends, those two are different from cheating. So, yeah. Something else, like if you don't have friends, I know that's understandable. If you don't have friends, you could go to YouTube, search study with me videos. There are so many YouTubers out there doing study with me and their videos are so aesthetic. I would really recommend watching those if you don't have friends. And there are even some YouTubers who study with you live and you could see how many people watch their videos those are your friends. They can be your accountable partners. So yeah, if you don't have friends, you could turn to YouTube. Or I found this really interesting Discord server recently. I think it's called Study Together. Yeah, it's called Study Together. And through this server, you could be really motivated. There are different breakout rooms uh, or calling rooms. You could study individually or with people. There are even like rooms where you could study with your camera on with a bunch of different people. And by going into this server, it really helped me become more productive. You could even find study buddies to schedule study times together. And I found a few which I found pretty helpful. I guess it's a good way to make friends too, if you are that friendly. Yeah, the study together really helped me this semester. And there are a lot of people in there. Their rooms are never empty. So if you have a hard time making friends, or if you just don't have friends in general, you could turn to YouTube or Discord. You don't have any excuse to start procrastinating now because I've given you a lot of tips. If these still don't work for you, then I'm so sorry. But if you've listened this far, thank you so much for listening. And see you next time on the next episode. As usual, before you leave, if you are interested in listening to my music recommendation for today... I'll play the song at the end of this episode. It's by Day6. It's called So This Is Love.
please continue listening if you like the song and give them some love. Eu 